0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Joining us right now is a Super Bowl champion of Super Bowl 27. Also a pro bowler in 1999. Had a 17-year NFL career. Great to have him on. Played for the Raiders, Cowboys, Cardinals, Jags, Panthers, and Broncos. Steve Burlon joins us here on Rider Than You CBS Sports Radio uh great to have you on steve truly appreciated how are you today sir
1: mark thanks for having me on man i I'm, I'm doing pretty well i i did the uh the browns versus jags game yesterday in cleveland and uh now i'm in new york getting ready to do my nfl monday qb show on on uh C B S sports network so i'm a little bit a little bit i'm dragging a little bit right now but but we'll, we'll get the juice going here we'll be we'll be fine when it's time to Step up and uh and show up here later on today for the show but uh doing pretty well and excited to be on with you today
0: steve i'm doing this show i got my local show 3 to 7 p.m all i'm telling you steve berline is that adrenaline is a superpower my man it is a it is a sleep is for losers steve it's for losers i tell you uh steve Uh, do the chiefs have a beef with the refs yesterday i mean what would your reaction have been given the fact that pass interference wasn't called uh, last week against uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling?
1: You know, it, it, it's one of those things that uh, you, you're going to have uh, several of these situations that develop over the course of the year, every year. And, and in a big game like that, obviously with the significance of the play, uh, we've seen it happen many, many times in big games with the pass interference situation as uh, as you referenced and, and even in Super Bowls we've had that conversation. Uh this was a huge game for both teams last night, Buffalo and Kansas City and uh you, you hate to have it, 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 it determined, the outcome determined by that call. Uh I, I can tell you I've never seen that kind of a call made. I understand the beast that Patrick Mahomes has. I I know Andy Reid is coming out and in, in, uh, saying how, you know he doesn't think it's right in his own way as well. Uh, but you look at the, you look at the tape and I mean, the referee is, is, is not wrong. He was, he was in the neutral zone or lined up offside, whatever you want to say. But, uh, I really, I would be really upset too if I was in that position. I'd be like, I mean, you know, come on. It, it probably happened a few times earlier in the game. Uh, maybe you give the guy a warning. You know, those receivers are always checking out with the referees, making sure they're not lined up uh in the wrong spot or too close to the line of scrimmage. Uh, obviously it didn't happen that time and and uh to throw the flag there I think is a little bit of uh um you know, I, I think that's a little bit of a stretch of authority from that from that line judge in that situation, but you know, he, that line judge didn't know that was going to be a play that was going to determine the game. Uh, he just, you know, made the call that he thought was correct, and, and here we are today talking about it. So, uh, I think the Chiefs have a beef to answer your question, yes. Um, I would be very pissed off and upset about it, but was it the wrong call? No, it wasn't the wrong call. It was a penalty. So, what can you do?
0: Steve, like, you have to make that call. Okay, the Chiefs lined up in Kansas City, and Kadarius Tony lined up in Arizona. How do you not make that call? You're a bad official if you don't call that.
1: But we, we see it all the time though. I mean you see I almost every play you can call a defensive player uh for being in the neutral zone. Uh the helmets are you know are crossed. There's that levels line to the this,
0: Steve. There's levels to this though. There's levels I, to I, the, I, get you know, you. I right?
1: agree with you, but I'd still be pissed if they called it on me in that situation because you can go back and look at every play during the course of that game, and I guarantee you you're going to find that there were other plays where there were play, players that they, they could have thrown that same flag and, and made a warning earlier in the game uh, to, the, to all the players, hey, we're, we're calling this, and you got to be aware, you got to pay attention. Um, and just to throw it for the first time in, in that situation, I think that you got a good beef for it. But again, as I, I'm agreeing with you, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> he, was, it was, he was correct in his assessment of the penalty or enforcement of the penalty, but I think it's just kind of a, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that it obviously happened on a play of that significance.
0: Steve Burline, Super Bowl champion, uh, NFL and college football analyst for CBS Sports Network, joining us here on Rider Than You, Mark Ryan in for Bill here on CBS Sports Radio. When we look back at the 2023 season, Steve, after the Super Bowl, Will we be saying same old Cowboys or them boys are back?
1: Well, we're going to find out. Uh, That was a huge win last night for them and the way they did it um, against, you know, one of their arch nemesis, however you say it, I don't know what the correct tense of that is, but, uh, you know, that that was a huge win for them. And and you could tell if Dak understood that, Uh, Mike McCarthy understood that, Jerry Jones understood the significance of it with his comments after the game. Uh, So it was huge. Now we're going to find out if, if the Cowboys truly are different, if Dak truly is uh, this, this person and this QB that they're building up to be now, uh, we'll find out over the next few weeks. And, uh, you know, that's their first win of the year against a team with a winning record. Uh, I know all that stuff was probably discussed last night. I wasn't able to, to hear the commentary during the game, but, Uh, you know, in my, I still have questions in my head. Uh, I've got to see it, you know, I've got to see it on a more regular basis. I got to see him step up in those situations, but it sure was impressive last night. And that team, when he's playing like that, and and, uh, when they're all on the same page, they're pretty tough to beat.
0: Steve Burline joining us here on Rider Than You, Mark Ryan in for Bill, CBS Sports Radio. Steve, you and Dak Prescott were both fourth round draft picks. I find that incredible, especially given what you both are accomplishing and have accomplished. Uh, Can you speak to that chip on your shoulder the two of you may have in common as a result, as in the number of guys drafted ahead of you that you knew you were better than? Dak had the exact same thing. What did that do for you?
1: Well, you know, every situation is different. And, uh... Uh, you know, I, we don't have time to get into all the details of of, of what my mentality was at that point. I, I can tell you this: I was uh, uh, coming off a, a really, really difficult situation my junior year at Notre Dame. I should have been redshirted. I was forced to play with a throwing injury to my right shoulder, uh, an injury to my right shoulder, my throwing shoulder that uh, did not allow me to play at a level that was um you know that was acceptable and and nobody knew it at the time uh jerry faust made me play would not let me red shirt uh my stock went down to the point where i was not even on a draft board the draft was 12 rounds that at that point uh so lou Holtz came in my senior year and, and gave me a chance to reprove myself i did it i worked myself uh, up to being a fourth round draft choice and at that point, I was very grateful for that. So, uh, I, of course, I always played with a chip on my shoulder. I wanted to show people that I could, I could do it at the highest level. I was always craving those opportunities, but I never found myself in a situation as stable as, uh, as Dak has found himself in. And he's taken advantage of it. And, uh, you know, I'm happy for him. He's, he's, he's converted into a great career for himself. And, um, I think the similarity or, or there's not a whole lot of similarity between he and I though, because, um, I never was given an opportunity, uh, to play, uh, in a stable environment like he's been able to do. So, um, am I jealous? Probably. I think all of us are jealous that never got that opportunity, but, um, there are those that would say, Hey, you got to create your own opportunity and make it happen. And, uh, I think there's merit to that side of it as well.
0: CBS Sports, NFL and college football analyst and Super Bowl champion Steve Berline joining us here on CBS Sports Radio. Buffalo with a huge win last night. Philadelphia uh, with a pretty sizable defeat. But if you look big picture, Steve, which franchise is in more trouble?
1: Well, you're talking about between Buffalo and Philadelphia. I, I You know, are, are you talking about Buffalo and Philadelphia or KC and Philadelphia?
0: Buffalo and Philadelphia.
1: Okay, um, you know, I I think uh we're going to find out a lot about Philadelphia. I mean, the way they've lost these last two games, uh they've they've been pounded and by by the teams that uh are, you know, the the the, the biggest threat to that crown that they they're wearing right now is the is the best team in the NFC. I don't think anybody doubts right now who that team is. It is the, the San Francisco 49ers and uh the Dallas Cowboys splitting with the Eagles this year. Um, you know, they think they're better than the Eagles right now. And with the way that it has gone the last few weeks, I think it'd be hard to argue that at this point. But, uh, you know, we all, we see this kind of thing happen every year. A team goes through a a little bit of a lull or a bad spell late in the season. It kind of serves as a wake up call. Uh, maybe all their players, including their quarterback, Jalen Hurts, not 100% healthy. Uh, can't use that as an excuse. Because you got to play the games just as as they're scheduled, and uh, but but we'll find out, you know, where the where the Philadelphia Eagles are at this point. I know for darn sure they don't they don't have that uh, that confidence level at the same level that it was three weeks ago, and uh, that you can thank the 49ers and the Cowboys for that. Um, as far as Buffalo goes, I, I I think they're a good football team. I know with all the stuff going on with Sean McDermott and everything else, I. I think this is they're going to work through this. I know Brandon Dean, the general manager for the Buffalo Bills, very well. And I know he and McDermott are very tight. I, I believe that that organization really does have McDermott's back. And they're, they're, going to, they're going to use all that stuff that's going on there to try to motivate them to finish this thing out on the right note. That win was huge last night. Uh, that's mm-hmm. one they absolutely had to have. We all know that. Um, and we'll see if they can continue to, to, to keep it together through a very difficult... Uh, finishing schedule these last four weeks are are not going to be easy for them as well they've got they're going to be challenged pretty much every week and uh you know we'll see if they can get through it but i i like the, the buffalo bills and i i think they'll work through it i think they'll make the playoffs
0: former nfl pro bowler steve berline joining us here writer than you mark ryan in for bill cbs sports radio uh, Steve, apologies for doing this to you on the spot. When I don't do a vocal exercises before the show, I sound like Kermit the Frog when the show begins, okay? But at the last segment of the show today, we're going to take a vote for the best quarterback cadences, okay? And we've got a medal stand. Is there any chance I could get the Steve Burline cadence? You're walking under center. You see the Mike Linebacker. What are you saying, Steve? What, what's, what, well, what is the cadence before the snap?
1: I, I uh I'm in a hotel in New York City right now. I don't know if they would appreciate me barking out the signals like I would in in front of 75,000 people. Uh, tell them Mark but, Ryan
0: doesn't mind. Mark Ryan said he doesn't mind. It, they'll they'll be cool with it.
1: Yeah, I am going I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off on that today, okay. but uh but I can tell you that, you know, there's all every every system is different and every 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 uh quarterback has a uh, different way of communicating uh, his thoughts and uh, getting across what he needs to get across. Um, some of it is, is legitimate. Some of it is is decoy-type stuff. Um, <clears throat> I never had a problem with my voice carrying uh, and getting, getting myself heard during those days, but uh, I, I am not in, in vocal shape to make that happen <laughs> right now today, and I would not want to scare out the people Uh, neither side of me or above and below me right now in this hotel. So I'm going to take a pass on that. I apologize. You and me
0: both. No, no, no problem at all. So, Steve, you are uh, both an NFL and college football analyst. If you had the deciding vote on the college football playoff committee, okay, who would your four teams have been?
1: Man, this is There is no right answer here at all. You're
0: right. uh, Cardinal sin. No matter what you do.
1: Yeah, you know, that's the way it is. And I I've, I've made it, I've made it very clear consistently that I believe that the, the teams that they got are the best four teams in the, in the country right now. And the teams that are most deserving, I know the argument with Florida state, uh, I get it, but I can also feel pretty confident in saying that if they played Alabama or Michigan, or, uh, you know, maybe not, not sure about Washington. We'll see about that. Um, but if they played any of those teams that that they would not be able to score at a level that they would need to 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 make that game competitive. I, I know their defense is playing great. I know that they, they've kept uh you know, kept everybody under control from, from a perspective of their the level their defense is playing at. But uh, you know, you lose your marquee quarterback and your backup is, is not uh, putting up any kind of uh, uh, impressive statement that they're the same same team offensively. I, I I I get why they made that decision, and I do believe that the four teams that they've got right now are the best four teams in the country. And you know Georgia right there. Uh, Florida State obviously has a great argument as well, but you can only take four, and I think they got the best four right now.
0: Steve Burline, 17-year NFL vet, now thrilled to have him with us here at CBS as an NFL and college football analyst, also a former pro bowler as well. Watched you as a kid growing up, Steve, a real thrill to have you on. Thanks so much for making the time. Great catching up with you.
1: Always glad to do it. Thanks, Mark. Take care.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.